0: We have an army. We have a Hulk.
1: 110 of We Have a Hulk podcast, where we talk all things TV, film, and sometimes comic books. I'm your usual host, Nicola.
2: And I'm your co-pilot, Chris.
1: And what are we going to be talking about in this week's episode, then, Chris?
2: Right, we've got Home of the Hulks, where mm-hmm. we talk about what we've been up to these last couple of weeks. We've got our... Uh, <laughs> we've got our Detective Pikachu review. Pika, pika. Check out our other reviews on our other formats uh, or something. We've <laughs> got our interview with...
1: Shannon Cook from The 100.
2: And um, we got our new competition details as well for a Detective Pikachu giveaway bundle giveaway.
1: I think we went a little bit overboard with this one. Really? <laughs> we were like, "Oh, the I'll Detective Pikachu stuff. And, uh, thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it looks cool. I'm, I'm always uh, tempted by Pokemon cards and stuff. So yes. I just want to open those booster packs. Oh, you know, so tempting. I want to see the Reminds Chinese. Me of my childhoods. Yes. Opening booster packs. But yeah. So some of those things include, yeah, like I said, po- Pokemon cards. we got got um, a plush poster. Detective so Pikachu
1: plush. A poster. Yep. Yes.
2: Very cool. And then we got Hulk Topics, which is your favourite. Pokemon, Pokemon and why and why
1: mm. what a why okay let's kick things off with At Home of the Hawks so what we've been watching reading and doing the past couple of weeks and Chris
2: right I've been to a couple of screenings
1: we have very yeah. lucky
2: so we went to see Detective Pikachu as a screening and we met up with Get Your Comic Con. So that's Neil and Martin and a couple of the guys from We Speak Geek. Yeah. Kibler and Tasmin. Pretty cool, night. Pretty cool. Also, you went to see the Detective Pichu pop up.
1: I did, yeah, by Conte Garden. And if you're a Pokemon fan, it was just like heaven. It was lovely <laughs> and it was so cute. And then so many photos. And you know I don't really like photos, but yeah, yeah. you have to take them. You just okay, yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, don't judge me. So,
2: But it's a 45-minute <laughs> slot, is that right?
1: Yes, yeah. And there's like two levels. Mm. Um, there were there was quite a lot of things to do. There was like a little cafe thing uh, where they are giving you free drinks and they had like the stencils on them and it had like Pikachu on it or Pika Pika. Mm-hmm. And it was really cute. And they also had milk alternatives, which was really good. I was really impressed. Yeah, okay. So they had like oat milk, soy milk and almond milk. So big thumbs up from me for that. <laughs> um, and there were lots of different things to do there. They were, had this giant yellow furry wall, which you could do like gifts and photos in front of, which was pretty cool. There was always like also this infinity room, which was really weird. It was like, you know, the, the weird like funfair mirror thing, things. Yeah. yeah, like the illusions. But there were like loads of um, lightning bolts coming down from Dangly the ceiling. Lightning
2: bolts, yes. And then you
1: wore this, you know, the hat. You, you can't see what I'm <laughs> doing right now,
2: but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so yeah, you wore the, the ears in the hat, yes. yeah, which was pretty cute. Uh, you had your photo taken in front of a giant like billboard style yep. poster which is cool. pretty cool um, and then downstairs there were like jigglypuff karaoke <laughs>
2: slots These, booths yeah.
1: <laughs> which we didn't do we probably really should have but we were a bit like
2: mm. yeah so you went again you went with neil
1: and marty from, neil get, your from get your
2: comic-con yep.
1: um and there were also uh little other things to do that you could have booked beforehand but i missed unfortunately so you could have done uh, like little baking session with kim jory from great really? british bake-off and i was so <laughs> upset i missed that Oh, uh, be... There were also like nail bars and there were like massages, like Psyduck inspired ones. <laughs> uh, there were like Mr. Mime mime sessions. <laughs> it was it was kind of a good <laughs> it idea. Kind of fun. I mean, yeah. I'm a
2: grumpy old man, so I didn't go because <laughs> no. it takes at least an hour for us to get down there. And then yeah. if you're only going for a 45 minute slot and then you have to come back an True. hour.
1: And my train was delayed by like 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah,
2: yeah. To me, that's just, uh, I'm not.
1: You were yeah, like, it's I'm a waste of time. Man, but man, I'm like, yeah. I love it so much. <laughs>
2: Fair play. I mean, you've got some good pictures out there, good experience. So, you know.
1: Warner Brothers do these pop up things really well, I think. Because they had, like, the Justice League experience that was really good. Um, I'm kind of intrigued to see if they're going to do something for Godzilla. I mean,. What yeah. can you do? Uh,
2: mm. Maybe Intriguing. like a Universal-style Kong ride. Maybe. Kind of thing. Oh, geez, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, they're doing a good job at the moment. They are, Brothers, yeah. Aren't they? I'm a... Appreciating them. Very
1: so. much appreciating Warner Brothers. Yes. <coughs> oh, cough Disney. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Come on guys. <laughs> what else are we doing then?
2: That's a good point. Um
1: <laughs> So we went to an Aladdin screening. We also Also went to with an Get Screen. Your Comic On. Yes. I bet they're so fed up of us right now. Well, they invited us. <laughs> they so, did. Their fault. <laughs> so thank you very much, and Martin, yes. again. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, we can't talk about it. Too much. We give no. we gave our social media reactions.
2: Can you read our social media reaction? Um, that seems fair.
1: It does seem fair. Let me have a quick look. Do you want to quickly <laughs> briefly talk about this one?
2: Yeah, I mean it? yes. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yes, because I mean, I yes. don't wanna...
1: Okay, so this took us a while to kind of tweak. Right, yes. We yeah. took
2: a little while to uh kind of collect our thoughts <laughs> yeah. and get it down to one tweet.
1: Okay, so our social media reaction of Aladdin was So Aladdin was a mixed bag. Several good laughs, loved to boo and the carpet, and Will Smith bought his trademark charisma when he wasn't CGI, but unfortunately it was missing a lot of the magic from the original Mm. Mm.
2: so i'm sure we'll be talking about this in our next episode
1: yes so that's happened (laughs) it happened it happened we'll talk about it shortly yes
2: Yes. i'm actually looking forward to talking about it because there's a lot that i want to say (laughs)
1: yeah we've got to say off the bat chris this is your film right and i really love
2: aladdin it's probably my favorite disney film until recently oh when i really love moana so I think I might be my friend Is there like God.
1: a challenge to Aladdin? I think so. Oh, so.
2: Shocking. Um, <laughs> Mine
1: was Lion King and Beauty yeah. and the Beast. And they've already done Beauty and the Beast. And actually, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that was all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit worried about Lion King, I must mm. admit. Live action. Yeah, live bits. action. then there's no actual <laughs> people or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I we'll see. It works. We'll see. Okay, anything else?
2: Yes. We had free comic book day. So we did. we went to our local...
1: Yep, yeah, Coonies in rugby, mm. and we got what did we pick up? Stranger Things, and we went for Buffy and Firefly. I think I was mm. like, I don't think they had any of the Marvel or DC ones, but I kind okay. of kind of thought let's do something different for once, you know. And there was there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one, which I was very tempted by, um, and also a Deadly Class one. Mm. Mm. Hmm, but i wasn't we, paying attention sorry. you weren't no <laughs> you were like i want to get down to it. <laughs> <laughs> and also same day was star wars day how crazy is that yeah what a very good day for for nerds alike.
2: yes so we also watched uh star wars episode four a new hope on that day we did we also went to your cousin's Second birthday party.
1: Yeah, that sounds really weird, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: That happened.
2: It happened. (laughs) There were children. (laughs) There were children, and it was fine. It was okay. Yeah,
1: it was good. We played Uno a lot, which was good. Yeah. I liked Uno.
2: Yeah, and he is really cute. He is cute. Yeah. And it as was soon sp- as he saw us he, <laughs> he cried yeah he was up so <laughs> sleeping when we all yeah. arrived so we were just sitting chatting in the uh, living room yeah and then he woke up and, and immediately he just started crying yeah, yeah <laughs> like, which is something we why, said why, why, <laughs> yeah. why are these people in yeah brilliant. but
1: he soon kind of
2: came to life he, didn't he yeah he likes
1: doing his high fives yeah. and his, high fives, his uh, fist, fist bumps. bumps fist pumps which is pretty cool yeah yeah we also today went toy shopping
2: which was Quite fun. (laughs) We already mentioned this, but yeah, we've got some detective Pikachu gear for our giveaway
1: yeah and there was oh it was insane we went to a smith superstore and we there's like there was not rugby they're sort of a bit rubbish since toys R us closed right yeah so we were like oh let's go to a big one so we went to Coventry and the smiths one. Oh my gosh i have not seen like floor to ceiling almost <laughs> funko yeah. pops it was insane what happens if your kids like oh Mummy, i want the one right at the top <laughs> how do you go about doing that I think you crazy. must have to ask
2: staff to go get a ladder <laughs> Yeah. That's a bit it.
1: awkward, though, isn't it? Yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> I was really impressed, though. Really impressed with that store. Just I've never seen so much Toy Story four was Crazy. Yeah, that's good. it's good. Okay, so watching.
2: Watching. So TV. We started watching Dead to Me, and we finished watching. Dead we
1: started and we finished. <laughs> yeah. There were about 10, 10 episodes, or was it eight? There
2: so were mm. ten episodes. They're not as long as. No, like I think they're a... you know,
1: about twenty five minutes.
2: I think they varied. I'm not sure. Okay. It was really good. I enjoyed it. At the end, I'm thinking, oh, they obviously plan to continue this.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope so.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I kind (laughs) of like the idea that it was... One and done. (laughs) One and done. Also, that it was more slow, kind of burn maybe, and kind of teasing you a little bit with things, but I think it went quite strong at the end. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not sure whether I'm super excited about more at
1: this point. No. So the basic premise is there's two women yeah uh one of them's just lost her husband he got hit by a car in an accident um and the other one kind of hard to know what to say actually
2: yes don't want to spoil it but, no uh it's about grief and life. about
1: how you kind of cope with tragedy and yeah and move on with your life uh, but it's actually really funny yeah, I know yeah. That it's like a tragedy tragic comedy. <laughs> <A tragicomedy.
2: laughs> it's a dark,
1: dark comedy yeah. maybe it's um, um produced by will ferrell and adam what's his name adam mccabe okay yeah, and it's uh, got the lady from Anchorman in there and also uh Hawkeye's wife. So <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs>
1: it felt yeah. sort of big little lies uh, It kind of felt yeah. like that in a way, but a bit more comedy.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So if you like that kind of thing, I would definitely recommend going and checking it out. It was really
2: good. Agreed, it had a bit of a um like a gongo kind of a vibe almost. Yeah. A bit of mystery. There was lots on. of
1: mystery and twisties and every yeah. episode you think you knew what happened, but then it twisted it around and then you found something else out. And yeah, it was really good. Very bingeable, so bear that in mind yes quite a di- okay what else
2: we finished american gods
1: we did uh the ending <sighs>
2: <laughs> yeah i felt like when we started it it felt quite it was actually moving going places and stuff yeah a bit more this season but by the end of it i was just like oh what did we just what watch actually happened yeah. so yes not sure about that one really. no uh game of thrones episode four
1: yes it happened
2: <laughs> it happened yeah
1: we've talked about this a lot chris is silently thinking nika please don't erupt into your Game of Thrones that's no, fun. do what you gotta do let's <laughs> <Okay>. get done <laughs> okay quickly get it done so we absolutely love Game of Thrones yeah. Uh but ever since the source material has kind of dwindled it's mm. gone a little bit fan fiction yeah. and lazy writing and very convenient writing yes. and the thing that irked me the most about last episode and this will be spoilers now so please just skip forward like 20 seconds uh, but the whole thing with Danny, how did she not know Euron's fleet was there that really really annoy me she could have flew <laughs> higher in the sky and yeah. scoped out ahead
2: just gone
1: around the back sent yep. someone else to scout for her oh and then you watch the bit afterwards you know the um there's a bit with the the writers and yeah, stuff yeah they talk
2: about like after the throne or whatever yeah, it's yeah. called
1: um and then he he said oh yeah she she forgot about Euron's fleet oh, how the hell do you do that they had a meeting they had a strategy meeting i don't yeah. know if you remember that when they kind of like
2: yeah everyone's standing yeah. around the table how does everyone forget i know, you know? It is lazy, right? <laughs> you? you just say, "Oh yeah, that character forgot that thing."
1: Yeah, and you're like, "No, you know, really? That's just convenient for you." Yes. Anyway, I'm very worried that she's gonna go like Mad Queen, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, I know they've kind of been setting up, but I feel like it's a bit of a cop out, right? They've had such like character development with Danny, and she's been through such a lot, and yeah. for her to kind of switch and go It'd a be bit a massive shame, wouldn't? It? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I
2: never expected to get to the end and be like, "Oh well, that was amazing. Like I, I had to, the best time." I was expecting to be. <laughs> Like oh my god that was horrifying. That's <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, true. But I really enjoyed it, but it was horrifying. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe that's okay. But I think they're getting a little bit too fan servicey. Yes. And
1: yeah, like the first two episodes were amazing of this se- season. I thought mm-hmm. episode three was getting a bit fan
2: fictiony. I mean, yeah. So fan service fanservice... isn't bad. Yeah. But it is bad when you consider that the first. Like, however many seasons weren't like that <laughs> at all. screwed over the fans, like, it right? Like, it's completely changed the, the tone of the yeah. thing, really. The show.
1: <laughs> the show. <laughs> anyway, moving on.
2: Moving on. Uh, we finished Final Space. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, what did you think? Moon
1: pie. Uh, it started a little bit... Okay, so Nate from Nerds Chatting recommended yes. this, didn't he? I quite enjoyed the start, but it did feel sort of like an animated comedy, sort of. And it felt a little bit silly, mm. but it really kind of hooked me... It, yeah. towards the the latter part of the season and oh it was quite emotional in parts wasn't it yes and that I ending think,
0: uh...
2: yeah i agree the story hooked me i think i didn't like a lot of the characters actually i think <laughs> okay. a lot of them were just really dumb and i could have done without them <laughs> right. um i mean the, the comedy part of it i didn't find it very funny at all really like it's not a funny show do you think oh, did you laugh i laugh maybe there was a bit of internal laughing maybe <laughs> okay. a lot of it was just like oh right um but yeah the story i like the story i think it had a good story arc so yes that's, i would watch that's more. good because yeah.
1: you're like yeah as we said in the previous episode you're a bit of an animated snob aren't i am you? So. I a lot of animation, <laughs> yeah. so but Unless yeah quite like enjoyed it. Or
2: Studio Ghibli or something.
1: Okay. Well, so So you finished line of duty i did uh season five i think it was apparently one of the most watched shows on like bbc on the sunday so Mm. yeah i was kind of disappointed by the final Mm. it was all about who's h and who and they were setting up to be hastings but that was too obvious and and it was someone completely (laughs) different and it was just like a whole episode in like an interview room Mm. And it was supposed to be quite like what's the word intense, but I've seen no, I've seen intense, and that's, that's, not, <laughs>
2: that not, that's it. not that is not that is not
1: not it really. But yeah, I mean it was good, and and clearly they're setting up for another season because because reasons. More, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it was okay.
2: Fair play. Okay. You watched a tiny house thing on Netflix? Yes, on Netflix. watching it.
1: Yep. It's very American.
2: Yes, very American. Yes. Down to, like, all the editing and the soundtrack and everything. It just feels like <laughs> yeah. one of those very American style, we're doing things and we're going to make everything better kind of a show. Like yeah. a makeover type thing.
1: It does. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: Sorry about my really bad explaining there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of cool and we'll watch more of that because yeah. we're kind of interested in this, like, tiny house movement, the idea of kind of minimalizing your stuff and becoming a bit more minimalist, super minimalist mm,
1: and a bit more sort of
2: just intentional and yeah
1: living off the grid and, and sustainable living yeah and yeah just kind of t- trading in what we thought we wanted from life and what we're told yeah, you know you have to buy can. this big house and get yeah. all this stuff for it whereas no that's a big mortgage that's that's a big sort of that's,
0: that's
2: a lot of work
1: that yeah you have to do yeah. in your
2: future you're selling your future exactly in order to have this house now which benefiting. do you really want yeah i mean i like
1: our house but so why not just get a tiny house or van life and such and you know not have this giant mortgage and, yeah, and do more free time more free time you don't have to work as much because you won't have this bigger mortgage
2: right, and right. yeah you do things you actually want to do and work from home all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah, you know? people
1: listening are like what are you doing <laughs> yeah i've lost you you're crazy <laughs> yeah. i'm
2: never listening to you again yeah fair play <laughs> fair play yeah but no, it's, it's kind of interesting to us. So yeah. yeah, we'll we'll watch more of that. What else?
1: Mm. Uh, so I like the CW shows and Chris, obviously to them. So okay, I kind sorry. of, I've been trying to catch up on like Legends, but it's weird. There was like a Bollywood episode. I don't know. Okay. It's losing sure. me. It's losing <laughs> me. Um, also Arrow and The Flash. Um, and when I watch that, you watch.
2: I finished the previous season of Gold Rush now, finally. And I started the new season of Deadliest Catch. Oh. So I'm doing those. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but some reality is uh, I enjoy. It. Soccer. <laughs> it's real. It's like real reality. Anyway, films. Films. So we saw Aladdin. Obviously, yes. we saw Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Star Wars Episode Four. Yep. Obviously still good Obst- you we saw again we missed again?
1: the the favorite scene though in star wars oh uh,
2: yeah where he hits his head on the thing <laughs> yeah. wait is that in episode four
1: i think oh, so i can't
2: remember but yeah well the stormtrooper hits his head on the yeah. door i love that <laughs> you saw endgame again
1: i did yes and i think i i cried less but i also but you still cried. i still cried yeah <laughs> i mean it was just it was just such an, a moving bit you know i'm not going to say where because I mean, some people still haven't seen it but yeah the, the battle—it was just a hot, it was just a big moment, and
2: yeah, ah. it all came together, didn't it? <laughs> it did. We saw a long shot. We did. Yeah, we didn't mention so... this last time, but we'd seen it. Yeah. So to the last
1: we saw it in the limited screening, I think, wasn't it? Yes. So Charlie Theron and Seth Rogen. I had a lot of fun with this film, actually. So did I, and yeah. I feel like it had
2: like a good message and stuff as well. And I didn't think it was like super Seth Rogen, which it could <laughs> no. have been. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean?
1: Because you can give or take, right? Yeah. Seth Rogen.
2: I, I enjoy his films. Mm. Enjoyed what is in usually, but um, this one had a bit more content, a bit more message. It. Yeah, it was it was nice. I liked it.
1: And Charlie's the Ron was funny. I was quite she surprised. Was great. Yeah. Normally she plays like scary people, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I was quite impressed.
2: And Snowpiercer. Yes. Also, there's the final thing we will mention here.
1: So this is a Netflix film. Well, not a Netflix film, but Netflix it's have now finally on Netflix got UK. Yeah. Yes. So go and check it out everyone. It's so so good. It's like
2: seven years old, but it hasn't come yeah. to your UK so until now or something. Weird.
1: I found out why. I don't know if you want story time. Sure. Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Yes. So he brought the rights to it because I think it was from a a Korean director. And he brought the rights to it. Um, He basically wanted the director to change a little bit of it because I think it was quite long. And the director was like, I'm not changing anything for you. And then he was basically like, wow, screw you. (laughs) You You're only going to get a tiny distribution. But yeah, they were like, UK, psst. (laughs) (laughs) you're not getting it uh so yeah it's finally come on netflix and i really enjoyed this film i thought
2: it was was great great. yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it i did think the concept was insane (laughs) right there's no i mean given the amount of delays we have to deal with in this country the idea that a train could run around the (laughs) whole world world. (laughs) multiple times without anyone ever going outside (laughs) is ridiculous yeah
1: so what is the main premise actually
2: so we destroyed our environment surprise
1: surprise it's gonna happen it's gonna happen
2: um and Everything's gone super cold. Like global warming has happened, and
1: we tried to counteract global warming with some sort of
2: some sort of chemical or something, and it created this like ice age. Yes. And so, if you step outside, it's like too cold. You die. (laughs) And so, the remainder of civilization is on this train. Which that you can goes stain, around the world, <laughs> which goes around the whole world <laughs> in a year, and it takes a year to get back to where yeah. you started.
1: But the interesting thing is that it's made up of like lots of different carriages, and it's yeah. all about like political and class, yeah, social, systems.
2: political kind of, yeah, commentary, and yeah, it's very so the, the rich people at the front of the train poor people at the back of the train yeah
1: and the poor people will get like a brick of like jelly goo to eat yeah. a day and they you know they're starving and and they have to limit how many children they have and blah de yeah, blah and
2: there's uprisings. and there's an uprising and and, yeah like hedonism and stuff and it's a weird and it's it's, it's trippy
1: it's, but it's great <laughs> yeah
2: i mean i think there's a lot of parallels there that you can make so i think it's like a little microcosm of the real world it's very interesting to kind of kind of um unravel. delve into it unravel yeah. it a bit and analyze it you know it's i enjoy i would, yeah. I would watch it again
1: definitely so. recommend it
2: so let's move on to our review shall okay,
1: we okay so on to pika, pika pika pika
2: welcome to rhyme city a celebration of the harmony between humans and pokemon
1: So, Pokemon Detective Pikachu was released in UK cinemas on Friday the 10th of May. And the synopsis is, in a world where people collect Pokemon to do battle, a boy comes across an intelligent talking Pikachu who seeks to be a detective. Mm. So this was directed by Rob Letterman and stars Ryan Reynolds, Justice Smith and Catherine Newton. So Chris, what were your initial thoughts going in and out of the screening?
2: Right, going in, I was excited because Pokemon right (laughs) just because pokemon yeah um but also concerned because just seeing the trailers and everything just looks so off base compared to normal pokemon okay right right just much more adult the live action style the jokes ryan reynolds just all that stuff was kind of making me think yeah yeah like oh this probably isn't gonna i just felt like this looks so different to what we know and it's I, i feel that this probably won't work kind of thing okay i was Hopeful,
1: And then coming out? Yeah, I really enjoyed
2: it. It was really good. Felt much more Pokemon than I expected, yeah. which surprised me. And some good jokes too. So, what about you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a kind of similar feeling. Um, if you've watched our YouTube video or read our review already, you know that we're huge Pokemon fans. Yes. Uh, we, obviously, we played the Game Boy Color games as well red as watching blue. Red and Blue, Yellow. yellow. Uh, I think I did, yeah, Gold and Silver as well. Maybe, was there a Crystal
2: one? I'm not sure. I, I think I had an emulator for golden Silver, but I'm not sure I like, sure. played them properly.
1: <laughs> right. So. Obviously watched the animated series, uh, the TV films. Uh, we used to play Pokemon Go quite a lot. Kind of stopped that, when it? Because there's different generations, isn't there? Yeah. We're kind of mainly Gen 1 and Gen 2.
2: I'm pretty much just Gen 1, okay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, when I saw the trainer, I was like, oh, this could be interesting. Or it could be awful. Yes. <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. So similar vein. But coming out, absolutely really just adored this film. I thought they just did it so well. How how did they pull it off? I had no just idea. so impressive, I thought. And as you said, the humour was like spot on. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds, but in a good way.
2: He was so, he softened it down He's, a bit, didn't yeah. he? He wasn't quite as sarcastic and
1: <laughs> And I just thought it was just so fantastic how they brought to life these characters from like my childhood in such a believable way, as I said where can we find rhyme city i so i just want to go and live <laughs> in there now i don't know about you yeah that's good That's <laughs> yeah. good so performances should we run through quickly what we thought
2: yeah let's start with the obvious one brian reynolds, <laughs> Ryan reynolds yep and we've already kind of talked about it but you you can't really i can't watch a film of him now without thinking of deadpool yeah
1: that that association he's yeah, just yeah. deadpool now exactly. right
2: <laughs> and i mean that's kind of his sense of humor as well you can yeah. tell when when he's in interviews and stuff that's kind of him isn't it really? yeah, it's
1: pretty much just him now right that's just yeah. his brand <laughs>
2: yeah um but like we said he definitely turned it back turned it back a bit and um he played pikachu pretty well i, I enjoyed yeah. it yeah
1: mm. i liked the whole detective twists on pikachu as well Yes. Which was kind of fun. And he was like, twisty, twisty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was kind of cool how he could communicate with Pokemon and also just this Character. I thought mm. I kind of liked that. And um, he had this, <laughs> there was this great scene where they're in that, you know, CD kind of bar with, you yeah. know, the Jigglypuff thing. And there was that really creepy giant Pokemon. And he was like, um... <laughs> Because he he was obsessed with coffee, wasn't he? And he asked for a coffee and then the thing was like, it (laughs) was just great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the the humour he brought, I think, was just spot on. And, yeah, there were certain scenes where we're like, okay, yeah, you're Ryan Reynolds. But he kind of pulled it off for the majority of the film. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So so we got Justice Smith, who has previously been in The Get Down, which we really liked um, on Netflix, and most recently in Jurassic World, I believe he played mm. like the nerdy sort yes, of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he didn't really get that much kind of screen time which is a bit of shame. He was a shame
2: secondary character in that yeah so it was
1: kind of good to see him sort of front and center in this film yeah and i really really enjoyed the uh the pairing between him and ryan reynolds pikachu i thought that was really great their relationship developed really nicely and even the opening scene with him and his friend you know depinder from deadpool that was just <laughs> hilarious yeah. he tried to basically yeah. he, he was kind of a bit depressed so he, he's had a bad kind of not a bad upbringing but his...
2: but he had quite a bad upbringing uh, yeah right, quite guess? a
1: tragic upbringing yeah. tragic backstory shall we say sure. i like uh, that they had
2: that backstory in there that gave you quite a lot of context and stuff yeah he
1: did um but yeah it was just hilarious because his friend was trying to cheer him up and he was like look you need a pokemon <laughs> Go and get this cubine be because he's very similar to you. <laughs> and it was just, just hilarious. <laughs> um yeah, but just the relationship between those two is just really, really good, Reynolds and just this miss character and mm. it developed really nicely and
2: yeah. Yeah, I really like Justin Smith. I think he's great and I'm looking forward to seeing more things, to yes. be honest. I hope he does another one of these. It's yes, cool. I
1: really hope we'll talk about this a bit later, but I really hope there are more. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we've got Lucy Stevens.
2: Lucy Stevens? Or Catherine Newton? Sorry,
1: Catherine Newton, who played (laughs) Lucy Stevens. (laughs) What did you think of this character?
2: Yeah, I thought she was right. Um, I don't think she was like a main character, really. No,
1: which was a bit of a shame.
2: I mean, she played her role fine.
1: (laughs) I like how she brought the more sort of detectiveness and noir style to the film. Uh, There was the scene where you first met her and she was like on a staircase and it was very sort of, I want to say like, um, I was going to say Peter Rabbit, um, who framed roger rabbit, roger rabbit yeah. <laughs> that's the one it kind of reminded me of that, of that yes. there was this kind of style to it and yeah. i really really quite enjoyed that um but yeah kind of not enough to a character it was a bit two-dimensional one-dimensional
2: yes. i'm never sure which one no, is supposed to be honestly to be?
1: <laughs> that thing <laughs> yeah a bit thin um but yeah she, she kind of brought that kind of vibe to it i think
2: yeah she brought something she brought She brought
1: something. Yes. Sort of the love something. interest as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was that. And there was also Bill Nye. <laughs> i I had no idea he was in this film until i watched it i don't think that's a spoiler it's on imdb
2: yeah it was all right yeah it's just a bit weird i mean a lot of the casting (laughs) for this film is weird thinking about it like it's it's not it's i i wouldn't choose i wouldn't have made these choices no it's very left
1: field isn't it (laughs) yeah but it worked it did yeah
2: which is strange (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of how i feel about this movie overall really like okay I don't feel like it should work.
1: But it does. But it kind of works (laughs) for me anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so story. What did you think of the story then, Chris?
2: Let's talk about some other characters, though. Oh, okay, yeah. Just very quickly, some of the Pokemon.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I kind of thought performances, (laughs) it had to be human. But no,
2: no, that's a bit humanist. That's a bit humanist. Let's let's go with Pokemon. This is 2019, Nicola. (laughs) Right. Um, Mr. Mime. Almost
1: stole the show. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I never liked Mr. Mime in the games. So creepy. And he was always a bit useless as well. Yeah. In the games. But, yeah, I really enjoyed him. Just just the way they were playing <laughs> off each other yeah. and the fake miming stuff. Just, yeah, very, very yeah, clever. Look out
1: for that scene. It's definitely one of the highlights of the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really <laughs> so, enjoyed so it. good. really enjoyed it. Also, Psyduck.
2: Psyduck, yes. I mean, kind of, yeah. Again, another kind of useless Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: also hilarious in this film. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, actually. Because yeah. he's um crazy, right? And then he could just explode. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, kind of the same in this. <laughs> which is hilarious because then he kind of he uses that to his advantage doesn't he and then he makes kind of detective pikachu like rub his feet and
2: <laughs> yeah i think in the in the tv show didn't he always have like a headache it was Misty's yes. Pokemon. he always had a headache or something yeah. and he was always like holding his head like uh, and then um eventually he would like explode or something because he was just so <laughs> freaked out by something or yeah, yeah very very good use of these Pokemon, I so yeah.
1: Watched. Also love Bulbasaur. I thought Bulbasaur was fantastic. There's a certain scene in this film which I'm not going to spoil. I think it is in the trailer, but look out for the Bulbasaur. They're so adorable. <laughs> adorable. Um, also, I suppose we should probably mention the Pokemon in Rhyme City because they yes. all sort of have a use. Uh, is this what you were kind of going on to? This was my next point.
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like it's nice that in Rhyme City, the humans and Pokemon's. Living together, lived together, and they worked together. Yeah, the Pokemon had human roles a lot of the time. Like yeah. they had uh, traffic control. Yeah, Machamp. Know, the um, Machamp <laughs> yeah. with his all, all his hands pointing yeah. cars. Charmander did some cooking and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that the, was quite In good. the street markets,
1: yeah. uh, Bulbasaur was uh helped the firefighters
2: obviously, and uh, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. 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 Yeah. Yep. And um, Arcanine yeah.
1: was on the police force.
2: Growlithe. Growlithe. Yes.
1: What is? Wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Get them all Take my today, badge Nicola. away from me. Wow.
2: That yes, should do. <laughs>
1: yes, but it was nice how they kind of really incorporated it and just made it really work in like a city environment. Yeah, I thought make that them was more good. Like partners. Yeah, pets, you know? I, exactly. And it was nice because, you know, in the original sort of series, it was you had these Pokemon, you could choose which ones you wanted and then mm. you used them to battle. Yeah. Where that felt kind of one sided really, didn't it? Whereas <laughs> yeah. in this, they kind of lived and worked together. And yeah, it was, yeah, it like was nice. Like nice. But I also liked how some of the Pokemon were kind of wild as well, because there was like that random yeah, Snorlax yeah. in the middle of the road. <laughs>
2: <wasn't> <laughs> yeah, there. just sitting in the road. I love that. And just then sleeping. there was,
1: um, what was it, A-A-Pomp? Is that what they're called? The monkeys yeah, were yeah. just like roaming around. And wild yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff so, it was, yeah it was it was, it was nice really well done i thought
2: yes so let's move on to story
1: yeah it was a bit of a straightforward plot kind of don't go into this film expecting a big sort of mystery there is a central mystery but it's not that hard to kind of
2: yeah and i feel like it felt like a pokemon movie like it felt yeah. like something of the Who's kind of plot you <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: from a pokemon movie so exactly
1: there was a little bit of a mystery there were a couple of twisties sort of throughout the film wasn't there but the main focus was really sort of this world and exploring the world because there was obviously rhyme city was the, the main world where they lived and coexisted um and then you saw sort of him in the city where there were you know wild pokemon as well which was really to see hmm. and then obviously it was mainly about sort of the characters and their sort of bond really wasn't it
2: yes and you got a number of like pokemon tropes in there as well which was good yeah. like um secret labs and experiments. <laughs> was <good>. uh <laughs> bad guy owns a corporation with a skyscraper and a penthouse office yeah of course um <laughs> strange vials of mysterious compounds mm, that kind of thing purple you know, so, ones as well yes
1: although i was <laughs> expecting team rocket to kind of show up at yeah. one point
2: but, I'm kind of expecting that with the R, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, one, it? oh, oh, cool. Oh. But that's maybe that's kind of like a lead into another one, you know? Maybe, maybe. So, just saying. <laughs>
1: just saying. Uh, also, there was you know the whole underground battles as well. That was pretty cool to see.
2: Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. But it's weird that that was kind of like underground. Yes,
1: like, yeah, it was kind like of not allowed, was not it? Kind of so it was frowned on, yeah. frowned upon
2: in Rhyme City, like <laughs> battling, which is <laughs> interesting. Yeah.
1: Am <laughs> <Animal>, I right? <laughs> okay so uh moving on to
2: so i don't think there are actually many pokemon that featured in the film okay um because there's obviously a lot of pokemon now yes but they focus on sort of a few didn't they really? yeah
1: the most recognizable ones because pokemon's an interesting one i think it spans so many sort of generations yeah. now that you do have to kind of pick the main ones really don't you
2: maybe but i also like the idea that well, firstly there is a focus that you're not just like throwing loads of different things in and yeah. kind of confusing everything but then also, it leaves a lot of Pokemon unseen so far mm. that you could ma- perhaps bring in in the future, kind of thing. Mm. Maybe bring in some different locations and biomes with different types of Pokemon and stuff.
1: That would be cool. And different gyms, maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah. and, and we'll then do the some different of that world regions? building that we've been talking about.
1: What was it? There? there was like Kanto region.
2: Yeah, so like we've seen Rhyme City. Now we could yeah. go on to. The different areas we could go to pallet true. town and stuff like that yeah, or go so... on
1: routes or something
2: something <laughs> yeah yeah true <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah it does set things up really nicely if there if there are oh i think it's been
2: quite successful so
1: far so yeah, it does set things up nicely for a bit more of a kind of wider universe really doesn't it
2: yes i really would like to see some more films in the universe. and i think it could be quite different as well given how this film ended i don't want to spoil it but true yes there's kind of a premise in this film which at the end isn't necessarily the same okay i don't know if that (laughs) doesn't make any sense but anyway yeah yes so i'm looking forward to more but uh yeah so visuals
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, just blown away completely i don't know how they managed to do this i mean just really really impressive and so believable actually you've got the you know the animated characters blended into the uh you know the live action it's yeah. just like almost seamless
2: <laughs> yeah the cgi was pretty good wasn't it decent textures and lighting and everything it yep. really made it work but they didn't it was quite a nice balance because like the pokemon looked about as real as you would expect but still not real not super real like they, <laughs> yeah. they didn't look like normal animals they hadn't turned a growliff into just like a puppy kind of thing they hadn't turned pikachu into some sort of witch through thing you know he still <laughs> looked like pikachu yeah yet his texture so and stuff looked good <laughs> yeah. so he's still cute and stuff i think they there's a good balance good there we have yeah. to it's like that whole um sonic thing oh gosh they, like, <laughs> they went yeah. completely the wrong <laughs> the direction with that. he still needs to look like sonic you know yeah. with the big eyes and everything but that yeah anyway <laughs>
1: Um, that's another topic for another yes. day. Yeah. yeah. So
2: yeah, just nice overall look. Yeah. Uh, I I did like the noir esque scenes mm. and stuff. I like that they went to different locations and things. Um, like nighttime shots of the city with lots of lights and kind of uh the neon jiggly jiggly lights puff and stuff.
1: Karaoke.
2: Jigglypuff karaoke, <laughs> like the dive bar and everything. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And the,
1: like um his apartment, his dad's apartment was all full of like case files and things, and yes. and the, and the whole coffee and it just <laughs> it did feel very um. Who framed Roger Rabbit in very yeah. noir esque, didn't it? I agree, it? So, I agree. I hadn't yeah. I had not of that actually,
2: but yes, very true, very true.
1: And how cute was Bulbathore? There Thor? There were some
2: cute ones in there. there, some there, cute. Cute ones
1: in there. Oh. Also, some very terrifying ones. Snubble, <laughs> I thought Snubble was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. They were <laughs> like, oh, Snubble likes to be patted. And he was like, no. <laughs> and then he was actually, oh,
2: the guy behind us in the screening was really having a blast wasn't he (laughs) He yeah and the lady next to
1: me oh dear
2: (laughs) i mean there were some really funny parts but yeah that was quite amusing (laughs) to me
1: okay so is that that's pretty much much it yeah so how would you rate this film then chris
2: i would give it two thumbs up i had a lot of fun with this film and i would watch it again i would think you probably have to be a pokemon fan to really get into it and i can also see a lot of pokemon fans not liking it (gasps) because it is so different Okay. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I feel like that could <laughs> right. be the case. Yeah, we'll have to see. Okay. But yeah, what about you?
1: oh uh, yeah, same as you. Two thumbs up. Absolutely. Just really had a blast at this film. Just thought it was just so enjoyable, so nice. There were some really heartwarming moments as well. I thought. Which surprised me, actually, because I didn't know Ryan Reynolds could be whole.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's done a couple of rom-coms, right? Um, Yeah, it's
1: true. I I do like Definitely Maybe. That's always a a a nice one one to watch. Uh, Yeah, same as... I do think you do have to be a Pokemon fan to really enjoy this. Yeah. Because obviously there's just so many... There's so much context to it and so many Mm. references and Easter eggs. You, You just won't pick it up and won't really in like you
2: won't get it exactly so I don't know yeah
1: but don't go into this film expecting like a really deep sort of (laughs) mystery and I mean it it is primarily like a good popcorn film I think
2: yeah, I'd say so, Pokemon yeah. Pokemon and Pikachu? Yeah, I'd recommend giving it a go, guys. If yeah, you like definitely. Pokemon, you just let you know. Whatever. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, just go for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I want to see more. I'd really do. What would you like to see in the next couple of...
2: Yeah, I'd like to see them go to some different areas. Like you said, visit Pallet Town, visit some of the places we know, maybe. Because Ryan yeah. City... Is that a place in?
1: I don't know, you know. I mean, it's
2: certainly not from. I don't think it's from the original. No. But, but yeah, it'd be nice to visit. I don't know where. Where are the, some of the places? Saf- Saffron yeah. City is that a place? <laughs> some of the other places. Maybe get on the the cruise uh, liner. The cruise liner, you the know cruise the cruise, liner? Cruise yeah, thing? yeah, true. Um, do some bike bikes.
1: <laughs> get on the bikes. Rocket HQ. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe go in some caves. Visit some uh, zoo bats. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: would love to see Mew. I think that would be great. Yeah, yeah
2: that would be cool. That, would, that be good. would be cool.
1: Yeah. Also, can we just super quickly talk about spoilers for like? two seconds
2: okay spoiler warning then, guys. spoiler
1: warning so if you haven't seen it we uh, as we said we would highly recommend it if you're a pokemon fan go and watch it and then come back but there was a bit of a plot hole in this film wasn't there was there there was that we spoke about so <laughs> 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 completely blank this is this is my daily conversations with chris Classic. <laughs> yeah so the, the kind of twisty bit was that the text of pikachu was actually just a character's dad right Right. and then we saw at the end him reuniting with ryan reynolds his dad yeah but my thinking was he was saying that his mum died at seven and then he chose to see his to stay with his grandma and not go with uh, his dad in the city and at seven uh, you you make memories right yeah by that point would you not have remembered the sound of your dad's voice
2: Ah, uh, yeah fair point yeah <laughs> right yeah
1: especially how distinctive Ryan detective Reynolds. Pichy, Ryan Reynolds was <laughs> right
2: yeah yeah you're right
1: and then he was like oh you're my dad all along and you're like anyway that was yeah. my my one gripe Yeah, with the, the film. idea
2: that they hadn't talked in all that time is yeah. A bit, yeah it's a bit of a stretch mm. so anyway um,
1: there's that so yes
2: <laughs> yeah fair point fair point
1: so yeah all in all two big thumbs up from we have a hook for detective biggie So this week we're joined by Shannon Cook, who portrays Jordan Green on The 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was originally a guest star in Damocles Part 2, and is now a part of the main cast in Season 6. So
0: Damocles, or Damocles.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe Damocles. <laughs> I
0: don't know, I don't watch <laughs> the what, what <was> the word?
1: <laughs> so fun fact for you, he actually auditioned for the roles of Monty Green and Finn Collins. Mm. Uh, but yeah he's finally in season six and it looks particularly bonkers this season so if you're a fan i really really hope you enjoyed this interview and i really hope you're enjoying the new season cool so enjoy
0: i'm great thank you i'm great uh just seeing the the trailer for the 100 uh, season six finally
1: yes yes that is crazy that it's just dropped i mean i don't know if we can quickly talk about it but i mean we it's teasing like the sanctum and just how bonkers everything seems on this new planet (laughs) what do you think
0: yeah they really revealed more than i expected uh and we're going to WonderCon on sunday um and um some of the talking points i feel like some of the do not revealed i think are already revealed in the trailer so i don't know what to say what i can and can't say but uh, the trailer looks fantastic (laughs) And I'm just so pumped for everyone to see the, the new season because I really think it's going to throw people out the water.
1: Definitely. And I mean, it just, the colors as well. It just, for some reason, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Alice in Wonderland. There's just such vibrant colors, isn't there?
0: Yeah. And it's so different to the aesthetic that we've seen for the past uh, five seasons. The colors are really uh, a new spin on things. And uh, we're definitely going to a, a planet where people are happy and their system works and now the journey will be to see how we fit into that and what we what we agree and don't agree with and uh whether this really is a wonderland
1: yeah so uh, what can you tell us about your new character so obviously we saw you a little bit in the season five finale <laughs> and uh so you're the son of the yeah. people who pretty much saved everyone so no pressure on you <laughs> this season
0: <laughs> yeah exactly it's almost like the cosmic adam and eve they discovered this new Garden of Eden, put it, perhaps, and on this son, now leading um, my heroes forward with the, uh, you know, the memory of my parents uh, on, on my shoulders. Because I, I've decided to go to this new planet and leave the, you know, the comfort of... Um, the happy life I've had with my parents in, in space but now I have I guess Jordan has to now face the, the death the, the the fact that his parents aren't around anymore he goes to sleep one night wakes up the next day and his parents have passed away yeah. and I guess that that's something he'll be dealing with in, the entire season because you know when any of us have confronted death the, the, you know those of us who've unfortunately had to confront that I've found it doesn't quite hit you right away it sort of it sinks in slowly and then the little moments along the way where it hits you and then, you know, it retracts and hits you really hard again. But yeah, I mean, Jordan is from a place of perfection and happiness has decided to go to, to risk everything. And, you know, as humans, I guess it's part of humanity is you want to make mistakes and you want to explore and, and, and go through different journeys. You don't just want to live in a perfect paradise the whole time um, because then that takes the joy out of the, the, It takes the beauty out of being human is is the imperfections and and, um, the emotions that you, the ups and downs that you go through. It makes everything, um, it gives things perspective. Anyway, I I don't know if I'm even answering your question. What, what is Jordan (laughs) and this, uh, who is he basically? I mean, I guess he's, yeah, he's the son of Monty and Hopper who, who've had, you know, chosen to lead a happy life and, uh, have been kind of an idealist and, and, uh, embody hope and happiness. Um, and now he's going forward with these battle-hardened, uh, uh, you know, soldiers uh, who were here that he's growing up hearing about. But he's still very hopeful, like very green and naive in ways. Yeah. Um, and, but he, because he's never met people, I guess people may see him as quite childish and, and naive. But I also believe that Jordan is, is very smart and is prepared as, for a long time um, to go down to the ground and to be competent. But, you know, preparing and studying are two totally different things from actually confronting it um, in, in person. Yeah, he's uh, coming from an idealistic viewpoint, but I think he also has a propensity to bend the rules. Um, and he needs to find his own voice in in, in the universe, maybe not the world, but uh, yeah, he's in a new galaxy, I guess. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he challenges the his heroes and they challenge him back because they, if in season one, arrived as these you know, young teenagers, and now come, they're coming from a completely different pers- perspective and, and they have carry a lot of baggage with them, whereas now Jordan is this fresh-faced, hopeful person who has not seen a lot of the things they have, but he also brings a part of who they were several seasons ago. Um, and is he the fool or is he the genius? Because he he's a quirky and maybe seen as naive, but, you know, they, they may, sometimes I think... Uh, the fool can be the most sen- sensible one, um, yeah. And I think that's part of his frustration, being this new kid in the group, um, and and knowing things but not being treated that way. Um, and um, we'll find out in this season, you know, how how those uh, how that journey will play out with uh, him and, and the rest of the the ensemble.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just going to talk about that season five finale, because it was just so emotional. Uh, what was it like filming that, you know, your introductory scene? Because when you came on, you were just so sweet. <laughs> and then you had this horrible bombshell of watching your parents, bit like record their last like ever recording.
0: Yeah, um, it was a very heavy day on set, and that was also my first day on set, you know, my first day with the cast, that the creator came up to me afterwards, he's like, wow, well, you really knocked it out the park. you went with the, 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 you know number one and two on the show, and you really held your own, and um, I was like, oh yeah, I guess it's pretty intimidating when you when you put it that way, um, but it is, uh, it is, you're jumping into the, an entire history of a show, and then trying to fit in, to, especially with the weight of the fact that we're losing two main cast members that have been there for several seasons. Yeah. There was different versions I did of that take because uh, of of those scenes, because uh, I obviously wanted to endow the weight of losing my parents. Um, But there was some very emotional takes that I did um, that I think were were very heavy that they caught on camera, but they didn't choose to use those. They used Uh, more hopeful and and happy takes because I think he needs to be opposite to what Bellamy and and, and Clark are going through because uh, I think it's also about them coming to terms with uh, the loss of of Monty and Harper Um, and you know Jordan you will see Jordan confront that further into season six Um, he'll have his moments to, to readdress the, the moment of his parents but he, he is to introduce the character i think it's, it was important to show that he is a hopeful and and he's a piece of light you know they're, they're discovering two new suns and it's almost metaphorical they, they they land in areas he is a, a new galaxy of, of of ideas and hope and, and things too so they chose the light it takes which i'm glad the director encouraged me to do because initially my impulse was to to play the lights of my parents but um as for storytelling, I think it's a much was a much better choice to have and be, uh introduced that way.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, what was it about the show that kind of attracted you to the role? I mean, it's been going for five seasons now, and
0: yeah, I mean, to be honest, we as actors we, we see a role that we kind of find interesting, and we audition, yeah. and then sometimes you turn it down afterwards. But you you're just trying to you know do good work, and let casting directors know what you can and can't what you can do. Um, and with the hundred, they gave me sort of mock sides. Like it, it wasn't what you see now, and I had no idea what my character would be till I read the script. I totally okay. was didn't know. Uh, he had a you know he had a fake name, and so I I mean I like the show. I love the I love the actors on it. So of course when I, the, the the recurring uh, part came up for it and I was like, Of course yeah I'd love to audition for it. We tend to actors not to be able to be that picky unless you're kind of an A lister and then you get sent scripts and you know, you're paying your rent. I was still working in bars the last several years. I shoot the shot the conjuring, did a movie with Charlie Stern and Colin Marks and right after that I'm bartending, you know, in like a university bar and just keeping my job, not trying to get not getting ahead of myself. I've heard of guys who got, you know, a role on the 100 and then they quit the serving job and then they got killed the next episode. Um, oh,
1: nice.
0: So you, you got to try stay in a place of gratitude and humility. But I was lucky enough, I'm a regular on the show, so I'm now not bartending anymore, which is really nice. But um, what attracted track. And this is definitely one of the most interesting roles I've ever been blessed to play because he really represents humanity. There's all the hope and he has not, Met other women, he's not touched the earth, breathed air, tasted food other than green algae. Like, he's not done a lot of, so many of the things that we take for granted as, as uh, human beings and, and our experiences on on a planet. So, it, it's thrilling to get to be able to uh, try find space to portray that. He's not the lead in, in the story, so you know, uh, the story is focused on other things, but there's moments where I can. Can be added, added as a layer to the storyline, but I love the character because he's a grown person. He has a great intellect and comes from you know the great upbringing. But he is very childish and very he's untouched, you know, and so many emotionally, he's, he's just not experienced so many things. So you just have so much room as as an actor um, to to explore things, and then there's a lot of space for. Uh, you know, journey of him. Do I go over to darker tendencies, or do anchor or war, and do does he does he stay in a space of love, or how does he respond to these situations surrounded by, you know, the battle-hardened soldiers who have so much baggage, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, thrilling really role well to play. Yeah,
1: definitely. And we just had a fan question come in. Uh, so we've got at Slowburn Mac asked, um, I would love to know who your favourite character interactions are with the season with Jordan.
0: Favourite character interactions? I can't think of a favourite. Um, they're favourites. And there's also some that I really wish I got to play more with. There were some, I can't say, but we had a couple scenes together that I thought were brilliant and beautiful scenes. And then at the last minute we actually had to cut them because we would run out of time. And now that story is not being touched at all. And then the story moves on. So there's no space for that moment to happen. Like me being introduced to a certain character, we had to skip those moments and I just thought there were such beautiful moments to play. And I just loved the actor and I was just excited to work with them. But we didn't get to do it. So yeah, some i would have loved to have acted more with some you know but obviously like i have really been you know, a fan of um the work on that show i watched them and i was really impressed watching them before i came on so i was really excited to get to work with with everybody um but murphy is jordan's favorite
1: um, okay <laughs> yeah Yeah. so how excited are you for wonder we got the first episode of season six premiering there
0: yeah this sunday i'm I mean, I've never been to a, a con of that, that magnitude. Um, so I came, I bought my ticket to LA just so I could go there and, and meet meet everybody. And uh, I can't wait to see the audience uh, experience the first episode because it is a packed, it's a really packed first episode. I mean, yeah, I even remember reading the script scripting, like, holy cow, they're not <laughs> holding any punches in this episode, like that's happening. Yeah. Um, there, there'll be some shocks uh, for sure in the first episode right away. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this finally to come out and for uh, you know people to get to know this this new this book too. Yeah,
1: fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the show.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me, and have a, a lovely uh, rest of your week.
1: Thank you. So we've got season six of The Hundred is premiering on April 30th on the CW. competition we've got a great detective pikachu themed bundle to give away so what does that include then chris So
2: that includes a couple of things like comprising like a plush (laughs) a detective pikachu plush with the hat and everything it's very cool some pokemon cards like the little sets like a tin thing with pokemon cards and and some other little knickknacks in it yeah it's got
1: the uh it's got a wearable hat and 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 ears too. it has yeah
2: a little another little booster pack thing for it with a special
1: detective pikachu shiny in it
2: And, and badge. yeah, you get like a little um thing, a little thing <laughs> thing to stick yeah. your cards in. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I think there's like thirteen. Did they say thirteen, 13 cards? Thirteen cards, yeah. cards or something like that.
1: Thirteen, I think.
2: Okay, so there's quite a lot of these packs here, so you should be able to get the full set hopefully. Catch them all. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all and a poster and a
1: poster and
2: anything else and a snubble card. Yeah. card yeah that's pretty
1: cool so lots of stuff if you a Pokemon fan
2: honestly i want it i just want to yeah the i know <laughs> I'm, so,
1: I'm so tempted guys i'm sorry if you don't get this
2: or if we send it, it to you This is really exciting yeah, to me. yeah i
1: want the shinies yeah. so what are they going to do have to do to enter the competition then chris
2: Right, you'll just have to head over to our Twitter. We'll have a tweet, which will you will have to follow us and... Uh, retweet? Retweet. The tweet? The tweet. <laughs> yeah. So, Simple. Now simple simple
1: yeah so we're gonna launch this obviously when the episode comes out which you know if you're listening to it it has come out so (laughs) Tuesday, 14th is when it opens and then we'll close it the following week on the friday on the 24th
2: correct yes
1: so you have just just under two weeks to enter the competition so as chris said all you need to do go to our twitter so that's twitter.com forward slash we have a hook pod find the specific competition tweet all you need is to do, like us and then retweet the tweet. Follow and us. Follow retweet us. Retweet the tweet. That is the one. Like us <laughs> Facebook. Okay.
2: <laughs> anyway, you'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so good luck everybody. Good luck. And Pika Pika. So, hulk topic time. <laughs> so, this week we've asked you on Twitter and Facebook. In our next episode, we'll be reviewing Detective Pikachu. So, for our hulk topics, we'd like to know your favourite Pokemon and why. So, should we kick things off with ours or go to Twitter first?
2: Let's go to Twitter first. I prefer that. Okay. So, I can see
1: <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> so, first up, we got Geekstock at Lucas underscore who said Mankey, because it was the first ever shiny Pokemon card I got. <laughs> That is cute. No, a lot of nostalgia there, right?
2: Yeah, I don't remember what the first shiny I ever got was. Did you always get a shiny in the pack?
1: I don't think you. Oh, or did you? I think you possibly did, but then I used to get the like same a shiny. Or like a special
2: one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I remember though it was quite expensive, wasn't it? So I'm pretty sure I got like ten pound a month pocket money. Yeah, I think it was right. two pound
2: fifty a pack, and it was
1: two pound fifty, and I just blow it all. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd get four so, packs.
2: Same. <laughs> yeah. it was my favorite thing to do. I'd go to like the shop before school with my mom, or whatever, and yeah. buy all the Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing.
1: But it's great because you still have all the shinies, don't you, in your little folder?
2: Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. I've still got the base set. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere.
1: I think your favorite the Charizard shiny, though, right?
2: Yeah, I got that one. I mean, it's not like a first edition or anything, but it's, it's first cool. First edition? It's not. No, no.
1: I know, I know. But I mean, I didn't know there were like yeah, different they, editions. They did, like, first
2: edition ones, I think, which are worth a lot more, obviously. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I also collected the jungle set with a friend of mine. And once we finished that, just let him have it. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know how much, yeah, I don't know how much they're all worth together now, but it'll be Ooh, interesting well. to find out.
1: We'll have to dig them out. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much, Link. Cheers, Link. So next up, we got Kirsten at Kirsten Price one who said, I don't really have a fave, but farfetch just makes me happy. Him and his wee league. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also went on to say, or Squirtle, because Squirtle Squad is amazing.
2: <laughs> I don't remember Squirtle Squad I can't believe you
1: do squirtle squad cool. no, so this I is mean, in I the animated series the pictures
2: and stuff of him with of them with the uh, glasses on things but yeah i don't remember that
1: no i don't know how it came about as well <laughs> it just seemed to be these cool ones with like sunglasses on yeah <laughs> and I'm like, where did you get the sunglasses from <laughs> yeah. very bizarre i don't hilarious but yes
2: but yeah back to fast it is weird they just carry a leak around right? <laughs> what is with the leak <laughs> Like a, a kind of maybe like a dog with a stick. Maybe. But specifically, a leek all the time. Spe- like, you have to Is go out of way probably. <laughs> Is it Welsh? I don't That's think That's the thing, so. right?
1: Welsh.
2: <laughs> oh, dear I'm me. I'm digging a hole right
1: now. Anyway, Pokemon usually have like a backstory to them, don't they? So yeah. maybe there's a backstory. Maybe a backstory. Maybe really. a back- um, do you want to just keep. Speaking and then... Uh, <laughs> you know, I never keep speaking when you do this. <laughs> yeah, you just I just stop. wait. <laughs> Far-fetched league. Right, okay. Let's let's have
2: a... I mean, I know... um what's You know Marowak? What's the one for Marowak? Oh, Cuba. that's so that's sad. That's a really that sad story. That's awful story. <laughs> it's a really sad story.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well... <laughs> Okay, if this is real, that is quite dark. So someone's just posted, I just realised today why farfetch has a leak with him all the time. Because the traditional Beijing barbecue duck is always eaten wrapped with a slice of green leek. Oh, wow. Is that real? Well. I mean, given
2: Cuban story, maybe.
1: Well, maybe. Ouch.
2: <laughs> dark undertones who knew
1: apparently the the pokédex in the anime uh, in the animated tv show tells ash and the crew that exact thing carrying uh-huh. vegetation around would enhance its flavor Ooh. Oh, that is awful
2: so it's carrying Ooh. around its own <laughs> condiments <laughs> that's not the right word is it relish
1: uh seasoning
2: seasoning (laughs) yeah maybe maybe (laughs) gosh
1: anyway moving quickly on because that is awful (laughs) so neil (laughs) vag and neil vag who's from get your comic con said got to be pikachu for me and had the adorable gift pika pika oh yeah i I definitely feel like he's going to be a bit of a a favourite, right? Yeah. fan yeah. favourite. So next up we got Earth-9, 9. Earth-9 9 DC, you said, Can I be boring and predictable and say Pikachu question mark? He's just so goddamn cute. That's a good enough reason, isn't it? And then put that awful gif on of Pikachu crying, you know, from the first Mewtwo <laughs> yeah. Strikes back. As it oh, that scene <laughs> gets you in the feels.
2: Yeah, I mean, Pikachu, I mean, come on. Yeah. It's iconic. <laughs> it's so cute.
1: It's just like the face of Pokemon,
2: isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
1: So cute. I mean, is it he? <laughs>
2: I'm going to say yes. Yeah okay but i don't know oh it's... yeah no i do because um the tails right
1: that is true yeah yes. i mean so the ladies Fino have the heart,
2: heart yeah i don't think that was around at the start but okay But well, this
1: that is pokemon go right yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i i've got to agree i mean I, I do love pikachu i love how he was just quite a rebel at the start as well you know he just will not go in the pokemon ball and then he'd do <laughs> yeah. whatever you wanted yeah and... i
2: like that they had their own um, personalities, personalities and yeah
1: stuff. it was just kind of cool
2: yeah, much more ident- easy to identify with them when yeah. they
1: so, next up, we've got Jack in the Geek's Talk at Jack Geek's Talk, who said, I'm going to cheat by saying the full evolution cycle of Abra to Kadabra, then Alakazam. Not only the best series of names for the evolution, but the Yuri Geller reference is always hilarious.
2: <laughs> Bending <laughs> nice. spoons, yeah.
1: Bending spoons. What was with the bendy spoons? Cause it was just a sky- trick.
2: Sky- it was sky- like yeah. a trick thing, wasn't it? He claimed yeah. like, you could bend spoons. Yuri Geller. Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking yeah. about Alakazam, we'll though? Or Kadabra. <laughs> I forget which one's got the spoons.
1: Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like the magic psychic pokemon right
2: yes psychic yes
1: yeah they were always so hard to catch though weren't they it was so annoying in the game yeah, boy yeah.
2: if you didn't catch colour, it first time or they would just run would away just all run the away. time yeah, yeah.
1: so I can see where you're coming from They, I feel like it was quite an achievement to actually get one and then power it all the way up to the evolved state
2: yes plus alakazam is like one of the more strong
1: one of the more strong
2: <laughs> excuse my english <laughs>
1: the stronger uh,
2: one of the best attacking Pokemon? Is that right? Okay,
1: sure. I don't, I don't know. I think Psychic are quite well-rounded anyway, aren't they? I think you can use them against quite a lot of the sort of
2: I will neither confirm nor deny okay. this. <laughs> right.
1: Anyway, good pick, Jack and the Geek Talk. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. So Galaxy at Galaxy 424242424 said, Mine is either Arcanine or Houndoom. They are so cool and i love to have my own partner.
2: Aww. Arcanine's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, Growlithe's is pretty cute as well, but I mean, is Arcanine so cute. is like
2: huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: just so fluffy. It's a bit weird
2: sometimes, the evolutions, aren't they? Because they yes. change so much. So. <laughs> yeah. Especially... Magikarp.
1: Yes. What is with that? <laughs> I don't know. Very it's the most
2: useless Pokemon in the game to just <laughs> to, like, immediately be the best. Yeah, the best. well, Last. one of the best. One of the
1: best. Yeah. Especially if you're red and shiny. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still looking for that red shiny.
1: I know. <sighs> anyway, yeah, great uh, <laughs> Great picks. I absolutely love Growlithe and Arcanine. I think they're very, very cute. Doom cool. is a little bit more creepy, if I remember right. Well, that That's a psychic one, isn't it? I can't.
2: I, I know he's in the later games. I don't know. It's like the doggy one. The dog one. The dog yeah. one. With like, doesn't it have horns? Or something?
1: I think so. And a collar and, and a spiky tail. Yeah. It's, yes.
2: It's one of the, yeah, like the bad guys have those. Yes. Don't they? Or something? Maybe in so. games? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. In the Alolan one, I think.
1: next up we've got baxter baxter rat who said umbreon looks awesome shiny version even more so and it takes some doing to evolve especially in pokemon go oh yes (laughs) uh so you get a feeling of achievement when you finally add it to the pokedex also saw the film today and loved it oh good i'm so glad you did Cool. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, any of the evolutions is pretty.
2: Evie is pretty cool. It? Yeah, it was, it was always nice to get another one of the evolutions. Hmm.
1: And it was kind of cool, like because it was quite a mystery, wasn't it, in Pokemon Go? Well, in the Game Boy, you had to get the different stones, didn't you? Yes. To evolve it, uh, but in the in Pokemon Go, it was like, which one's it gonna be?
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah, Umbreon cheating, and uh, Espeon were they the Gen two evolutions?
2: I believe so. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, I think they're both a lot more interesting than you know Flareon, um, Espeon,
2: Flareon, and
1: the water one, <laughs> That's the word. No. Boobs. Yeah, a little bit more interesting because I think they're sort of psychic,
2: aren't they? Is one psychic and one dark or something like
1: Ooh, that? Yeah, I think Umbreon's the dark one.
2: Yes, maybe.
1: Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think you had to walk an Eevee like 20 miles, didn't you?
2: A long oh, like way. 20k. And sorry. then had to it a day, a day or
1: So yeah, it. definitely agree with the whole achievement value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, yes, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. So yeah, great pick. Next up, we got spied Fran at Fran Pan who said, tied between Charizard and Charmander. Charmander has always been the starter I pick and love, and then I feel so proud when I train them all the way up to a Charizard. Mm. Nice. What was your?
2: No, I'd, I'd agree with that. Really, yeah, yeah. Charmander oh, okay. would be my choice. Yeah. So I think there's. Yeah, I think that could be my my one. So stealing, say, stealing. <laughs> yes. I did. I did warn you. I warned you that I would <laughs> that steal. True. I do
1: think he's probably one of the most powerful of the evolved starters. Yes, he's probably the biggest as well, if I remember rightly.
2: He's probably the most upright one. <laughs> that's, true. I don't know if that's true. <laughs>
1: right. uh, so Jimmy Ridgeway at J Ridgeway twenty three said, Dragonite's definitely the most powerful. Is gentle, rare, can do anything, and so mysterious. Perfect partner. Hashtag got a partner up."
2: Interesting. Yeah, Ooh. I never, I never really remember Dragonite from the original I games. I
1: remember him being a bit kind of not clumsy, but a bit. It's weird because you go from like Dratini to Dragonite and then, no, Dragonair. Dragonair and then Dragonite. And yep. there's so much of a difference, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they're obviously the dragon Pokemon. But how can you go from, <laughs> it's like, like Magikarp to Toast yeah. in a way.
2: Yeah, it's a big change.
1: But yeah, I think in Pokemon Go, that's like the top one, really, isn't it? From Gen um, 1.
2: From Gen 1, yes. I think so. Although everyone like to put the uh, Chanseys and. Oh, Is it Chancy? Chancy.
1: Yeah, and Blissey
2: the blitzes in the gym because they got a little bit of hp just like tanks aren't they yeah <laughs> so a couple of the damages but i think i think all that's changed now the meta's changed since all the new pokemon have been added haven't they hadn't it rather
1: okay wow well, that's everything off twitter so were you sticking with your pick and going with charmander and charizard
2: charmander charizard pikachu right i'm going with the ones from the show you know the ones yeah where it was like the most connection that, he formed a connection with pikachu first and then didn't he find a charizard or something? i think so it? i i, I think he like, found something i think he found did he find charles because i didn't like him i remember that <laughs> yeah. he had to like, went it kept it, flaming didn't he? him yeah. Didn't it? yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: toasting sorry flame.
2: I yeah i <laughs> yeah. like charles a lot so yes what about you
1: oh wow Out of the three starters i always went for bulbasaur yeah i okay. don't know what it was but i was just i felt it's quite, quite i think because my color wow my color was green so I was always like, okay. Bulbasaur yeah. green, you know, leaf. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, Bulbasaur's always going to have a little bit of my heart, I think. Yeah, okay. uh, but otherwise, Pikachu, obviously. It's just so great. Um, Also, Eevee's so cute. Yeah,
2: Eevee's um, cute.
1: But other than that, I think Mew was always one of my favorites. Yes, Mew. So it was like,
2: Mew, Mew, Mew. Yeah, I choose all the above. Let's do, <laughs> all, do above. all of those.
1: Uh, and there was another one. Which one? Snorlax. Snorlax. Oh, snorlax. Oh, snorlax is awesome. amazing
2: he's probably the most you like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah i love the idea of like oh, anyway sorry
1: <laughs> but yeah i think they're probably all the above are my favorites i know that's not one but
2: yeah, just cheating yeah. as usual just uh you know.
1: so yeah thank you everyone for taking part in hawk topics thank you and look out for next time's edition yes Thank you so much everyone for listening. Really hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, uh, to get to take part in our competition or to take part in a Hulk topics, I think they go about doing that. And Chris?
2: Right, we're most active on Twitter forward slash we have a hulk pod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at We Have a hulk Pod. Mm-hmm. We're also on YouTube, We Have a hulk. And we're on the internet in general. Yes.
1: Yes, for all our film news, reviews and videos and interviews.
2: Yes, all the bloggy type stuff, all the all the fun reviews and everything.
1: <laughs> Such enthusiasm, there,
2: Chris. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So next week we're going to be doing something a little bit different.
2: Yes, I think we're just going to do an episode in a week's time. Yep. Because the day after we release this, John Wick is out. Yes. So we'll want to get in on that action. Obviously. You know? Probably.
1: It's probably one of our favourite films, actually, isn't it? The, the film series. Yes. This, yes. The Agreed.
2: Franchise. Yes, franchise. Yes. Oh God. <laughs>
1: It's so good, so yeah, it'll just be a standalone review, I believe. Uh, so that'll be the next Tuesday, so the 21st, yep. and then we'll probably be back again on the 28th with a proper full episode, yes. And what we're we going to be talking about, I'm just going through the UK release schedule. So between now and the 28th, we've got quite a few things. So we've got obviously John Wick, we'll do that in a week before. But we've got Aladdin, we've got Man. we've got Secret Life of Pets. And also Book Smart, which we missed at Sydney Wild Unlimited screening and I heard it's really good. So damn. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, we'll probably be doing, I guess, Aladdin and Rocket Man, right? Right. And also Game of Thrones will have been finished by then actually. And we'll probably all be moaning about that. <laughs> so once again I really hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to go and leave us a nice review on iTunes preferably 5 star that would be very
2: lovely. that would be very lovely thank you very much
1: and then yeah go and subscribe on YouTube and all that malarkey yes yes so once again if you are a regular we thank you so much we love you from the bottom of our hearts And if you're new to this, I hope you actually enjoyed it and you managed to get through this far. Well done, well done.
2: Well done, please subscribe, thank you. (laughs)
1: So, hope to see you next time.
2: Bye. Bye.